The Yesterday and Today podcast is a fan-made, not-for-profit, just-for-fun compilation of chronological source materials as they pertain to the Beatles. The show is in no way affiliated with Apple Corps, nor any organization connected to John, Paul, George, or Ringo in any way, though we do consider ourselves premier members of the Bungalow Bill fan club. So kick back, turn off your mind, relax, and download the stream. We hope you will enjoy the show. Yesterday and Today, 1980, Episode 8, Full of Promise. In this episode, we will cover the month of November. Pop is the name of the game, bop a is the name of the game, bop a pop is the name of the game, bop a The album Double Fantasy, Side 2. You want to know what I've been doing? I've been watching the wheels, People say I'm crazy Doing what I'm doing Well, they give me all kinds of warnings I've lost my mind I 
young people in love and they're tender. I mean, go back to I Want to Hold Your Hand. They're very more mellow songs, you know? And we're talking about starting over. We're talking about falling in love again to each other, you know? And that's the most beautiful, young, fresh thing to do. Nobody in the menopausal age can do that. So this conventional idea that if people are talking about love, that means that they're out of out of the game, you know? And people who are talking about, uh, you know, I want to kick your pants or whatever, you know, or <laughs> I don't I know, something. I want to kick your pants. <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> or, you know, something like that, or some violent song is uh, right on youth or something. It's a totally a wrong idea. The nicest thing about Double Fantasy was that while we were making, we were fully aware that we didn't have to make it. We were making it, we were enjoying it, but we could always go back to the other life. track is reminiscent of the Beatles. It's the sort of 80s version of Girl to me. You know, I call, I, like I referred to the other ones, Elvis Orbis, and this one I called the Beatle track all the time. I said, oh, the Beatle track, let's do the Beatle mm -hmm. track tonight. But I like that one, although I'm sort of embarrassed because I'm still a bit 
feeling I'm supposed to be macho Butch Cassidy or something and tough Lennon with a leather jacket and swearing and all that, and I really am just as romantic as the next guy, you know, I always was. But to me, it was it suddenly dawned on me about the woman thing. I was in Bermuda again, and it suddenly sort of hit me about what women represent to us, not as the sex object or the mother, but just their contribution. That's why you hear me muttering at the beginning for the other half of the sky, which is Chairman Rao's famous statement, that it is the other half. You know, all this thing about man-woman, man-woman is a joke, you know. I mean, without each other, there ain't nothing, you know. Mm -hmm. So it was like this sort of, my God, you know. It was a different viewpoint of what I'd felt about women, and I can't express it better than I said in the song. Mm -hmm. And it's for Yoko, but it's to, to all women.
interesting. Yes, I'm often afraid. I'm not afraid to be afraid, though it's always scary. I know. I'm really, I was really glad to see that. It really helped me out hearing that. I'm really talking to the people that grew up with me. I'm saying, here I am now. How are you? How's your relationship going? Did you get through it all? Oh, well, hell, hell, even after all these years, I miss you when you're not here. I wish you were here, my dear, young girl. Even if it's just a day, I wish you were your way. I wish you were here today, baby, dear love. Even if it's just one night, I wish you were the dark, feel right. I wish you were here tonight, dear love. Even if it's just one hour, I wish just like a faded flower. Ain't nothing in the world like our love, dear love.
says hard times are over you know she says for a while she doesn't say they're over forever no no you know no well she's she knows better <laughs> but at least you know when it's all right let's enjoy it it's been very hard it's getting easier now
these visions and visual things, you know, and that comes out. The song that closes the LP. The album eventually rose to number one in the American Billboard and UK album charts. After the release of the Double Fantasy album, the next day, after completing his sessions with Ronnie Wood at the Cherokee Sound Studios, Ringo and Barbara fly back to London around the 18th, while over in Henley-on-Thames on November 19th, Ringo joins Harrison at Friar Park Studios to record a couple of tracks for the Can't Fight Lightning sessions. These sessions will last for the next several days. In America, on Saturday, November 22nd, on the NBC television network... Well, as you may know, last Saturday, yours truly, Charles Rocket, came very close, about this close, to getting an interview with John Lennon and Yoko Ono. Well, this week, Weekend Update was contacted by the Lennons, who insisted 
to an exclusive interview tonight. So let me welcome the couple who have kept such a low profile for the last six years with a big hearty hello to Mr. and Mrs. John Lennon. Hi. Hello, there, Hello Charles. Say, what's that you're drinking, John? It's a natural cocoa, mate, with just a touch of cinnamon. It's very good. Yoko is just loco about my cocoa. John, why don't you tell us where you are and what you're doing? Yeah, I'll be glad to, Charles. All I will tell you is that we're in the kitchen of one of our many apartments or houses somewhere. And I'm here cleaning the silverware and Yoko is weighing it. I, I have great faith in silver as a commodity. I like to see me face in it. I also like to see me face in a wine glass or dinner plates. Once Yoko's mother came for a visit and all the glasses had, you know, spots on them. <laughs> I wanted to disappear into the carpet. Well, John, uh, that's what we hear, that you've become quite a house husband. Yeah, it's true. Besides doting on our child, I've been mostly cleaning and, of course, going to my Tibetan cooking class on a Wednesday evening. <laughs> and, Yoko, we hear that you handle the financial affairs. Yes, but I like to work at home, on the phone, and with computers. Well, John, tell us about the new album, would you please? Well, uh, it's mainly love songs and a few oven cleaning tips. <laughs> we think the album kind of shows that we are no different from you or me. Don't you think so, Mother? <laughs> Was that from the album? No, Charlie, from her heart. And I love it. Well, John, Yoko, thanks for letting us briefly share your life together. And is there anything else you'd like to say? Oh, uh, it's just that Yoko hopes to buy Pennsylvania. And I'd like to find a fabric softener that shows my family I really care because I do really. Oh, no, me cake. Oh, dear. Oh, Yoko, me cake, it's ruined. It's all ruined. What it's his shame. fault. It's his fault there. I didn't want to do this interview in the first place. I mean, that's it. No more interviews. Hey, go on. Get out of here. Oh, Yoko, me cake, Yoko. Well, thanks so uh, much, John and Yoko Lennon. Hey, what a couple, huh? Don't you just love them? Great, the jokes. They did a thing on Saturday Night Live. They had me in an apron, <laughs> and Yoko was with a tie and all that. And they did a real good skit on us, and we were hysterical. I mean, it was just very, very funny. I, all the time I kept getting on, I said, Oh, look, the oven's burning. <laughs> and that was the skit of me. But I don't mind Mickey taking at all, because to me, I approached it intellectually at first as a kind of Zen discipline make the bread, conquer the rice. On November 26th at the Ziegfeld Theatre in New York City, the concert film Rock Show by Wings makes its premiere. Now, the movie, Rock Show. See the Beatles classics. Rock Show is an excellent name for the new documentary by Paul McCartney and Wings because that's an exact description of this movie and what it's about. This is a rock show. 
a straightforward, no-frills, two-hour documentary of a 1976 stage show in Seattle by the former Beatle, his wife Linda, and their band Wings. See Rock Show now for a one-week-only special engagement at these theaters on your screen. Paul did not attend the New York City premiere as he was recording at his home in Rye, Sussex. Also on November 26th at New York Central Park West, John and Yoko are photographed and filmed walking in the park by photographer Ethan Russell. John Lennon, I can't believe it. Ethan is best known for photographing the Beatles during the Get Back sessions yeah. in 1969. Well, here we are again. Just two average people strolling through the park. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, I gotta shake your hand, man. What's up, man? I can't believe I met you. I swear to God, how come what are the Beatles getting back together? Tomorrow, tomorrow. You're full of it. What are you getting back together? I love your album. I like your blue album. Hey, hey, hey! I can't believe it. Hello. When I was lonely in school. Oh. <laughs> When I was lonely and scared When I was lonely and scared I nearly fell for a TV picture In a hotel room Tokyo
November 27th. In America, it's Thanksgiving Day. Hello, this is Paul McCartney from somewhere in England. Good morning, America, and happy Thanksgiving. This morning on the ABC Television Network's breakfast show, Good Morning America, Paul and Linda McCartney appear live via satellite from their Sussex farmhouse outside London. 20 minutes of eight right now, and Pat Collins is going to tell us what the former Beatles are all up to. Pat? Good morning, David. It's Beatlemania time again. It's not a reunion, but it's close. Ringo Starr is getting by with a little help from his friends. George Harrison and Paul McCartney have both done songs for his new album, and Ringo has just finished doing a prehistoric movie comedy called Caveman with his co-star in real life, Barbara Bach. The busiest ex-Beatle is Paul McCartney, and his new concert movie opened in New York yesterday. It will open around the country after Christmas. The film is called Rock Show, but it could just as easily have been called a magical musical tour of Paul McCartney's greatest hits. Coming up in a few minutes, David will talk with Paul and Linda McCartney live by satellite from London. The McCartneys are interviewed by the show's host, David Hartman. <laughs> we go live to Sussex, England by satellite this morning to uh, Sussex Recording Studios and Paul and Linda McCartney. Good afternoon, good morning, whatever. Good morning, America. Great having you with us. Happy Thanksgiving. Wait a minute, Linda, you're American, Paul, you're British, right. Are you celebrating Thanksgiving, you guys? We are indeed. We are. Well, how are you Can't celebrating? You gonna, with a turkey or what? Yeah, we've, uh, we're actually vegetarians, so we've got a macaroni turkey, would you believe? <laughs> I don't know. Should I? Yeah. Yes, you should believe that one, David. We shall. Paul, do you get tired of hearing yesterday or singing it? No. <laughs> <laughs> he said lying through his teeth. Ah. No, I don't actually. I, I like it, but um, I do hear it uh, quite a lot. Who are you? I don't really get time. Who are you writing about? When you said uh, why she had to go, I don't know. She wouldn't say. Were you writing about Linda? The Queen, wasn't no, it? No, your wife. Watch it. <laughs> you clever, quick <laughs> devil, you. Linda, how will you explain to your James when he gets a little older? He's three now. How will you explain to him? Ups, the lights went off. We can still see uh -oh. you, though. No, we can still see it. It looks fine. Oh, it looks fine. You? In fact, Paul, you look a little better if you want to know the, the oh. truth. <laughs> Thank you, David. I, oh, Leave oh, them no. off in that Turn case. them off again. I look better. <laughs> 
Linda, how oh. will you try to explain to your James, now three, later on, how would you explain, quote, the Beatles, unquote? I actually don't think I'd explain it, you know, I think he'd, I'd play me, we always play the music and, and he'd see the films on telly, that kind of thing, but I wouldn't sit down and say, now daddy was a Beatle and I'd do a lot of things just naturally, if he had any questions about it, I, I'd tell him what I thought, but um, I, don't, I don't think it's a problem really, it's quite nice in truth. Paul is he's a not new a bin man, he's a Beatle. Excuse me, lights again. <laughs> Paul, yeah. there's, there's a new interview out that John, you mentioned John a while ago, Lennon did, yeah. and he talks very openly without going into details, but he seems to have a lot of resentment, competition with you, and he says you kind of died creatively in a way, and he didn't keep track of you, but he said long winding rose, your last gasp, how, oh, he seems resentful of you, do you know why, or? Um, I don't know, I can guess and stuff, you know, but, uh, I'll tell you, after all of that stuff has sort of gone down over the years, I actually kind of keep a bit quiet now, because, I mean, anything I say he gets resentful of. So, I don't know, really. I mean, uh, it's just a weird one, you know. I, yeah. I don't quite know why he thinks like that. I mean, what do you do about that? I, I really just shut up these days about it. I think it's the best policy, David. And you go ahead and keep writing wonderful music and taking care of your family. Yeah, well, listen, I mean, I'm enjoying myself. You know, I'm at a good time, and I don't think I've had my last gasp. So, you know, I mean... You sure don't look it. <laughs> Linda, thank you. Happy Thanksgiving to you all and to Paul. Same to you. Have a good Great. one. Thanks so okay. much. Hey, listen, if I come over there, can we spend a little more time together than this uh, short talk we've just had? Uh, definitely, and if we come to Scarsdale, we'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you all. Take care. Bye, see ya. Bye-bye. Bye. Happy day. Thanks. Four minutes up. We'll be back in just a minute. The next day, Paul, Linda, and Denny joined George Martin at Air Studios London to resume work on some wings and solo tracks.
Southern California on December 4th and 5th, Ringo teams up with Harry Nielsen at the Compass Point Studios in LA. At these sessions, they mix and record vocal tracks. December 5th at the Hit Factory in New York, John is remixing Yoko's tracks Open Your Box, Kiss Kiss Kiss, and Every Man Has a Woman Who Loves Him for a four-song EP release provisionally titled Yoko Only. The fourth track, Walking on Thin Ice, is scheduled for Monday, December 8th. Later in the day, John was interviewed by Jonathan Cott of Rolling Stone magazine. This one poet once said that uh, people, he was quoting some psychologists saying that people are made up of a thinking side, a feeling side, an intuitive side, and a, sen- a sensual side, sort of sensing. And he said the trouble with most people is that they have a strong side that's developed a lot, and their weaker sides they don't pay any attention to. Mm-hmm. And if they develop their weaker sides, they'd be uh, 
really integrated. Well, I think you know? that's and what that's feminism what seems, was all about. Seems that, that you've done that. That's what yoga's taught me. I could not have done it alone. It had to be a female to teach me. I think most of us need a damn good female, you know. For those who relate to females, I don't want to get into all that, you know. But uh, that's it, you know. It was Yoko has been telling me all the time, it's all right, it's all right, you know, because I look at early pictures of myself and I was always torn between being Marlon Brando and being the sensitive poet, the Oscar Wilde part of me with the velvet and the feminine side, and I was always torn between the two but mainly opting for the macho side because that's what one dealt with other males all the time and if you showed the other side you were dead.
said it in Playboy, I'll repeat it. They pick a president, they put him up there, and then they set fire to him because he couldn't solve their problems. Because they're always looking for somebody else to provide for them, including critics. They're sitting right. back there waiting for illusions that they've created about artists, whether it be Mick Jagger, Bruce Springsteen, or whoever's favorite at the moment. And the only ones they like, the same as the little kids in Liverpool, only liked us when we were in Liverpool. A lot of them dropped us because we, we, we got big in Manchester. Right? The local critics thought we'd sold out. And we got big in Liverpool, and then the English got upset because we got big in the... I mean, what the hell is it? It's the same with critics. They only like people when they're on the way up. When they're up there, they got nothing else to do but shit at them. They like to imagine they create and break people, they don't. Will I try so hard to stay alive? Keeps on hounding me all around But I know in my heart That we never guitar that I'd seen an advert of. It was must round about the period, got back with Yoko and uh, had the baby and what was thinking about not doing it. And I got I sent, got the one assistant to get me the guitar and I, I played it a little and I just hung it up behind the bed. And I'd look at it every now and then because it had never done a professional thing yet. You know, it had never been used. It was used on this album, so that's how I broke it yeah. in. See, I took it down. And I used to look at it now and then because I didn't want to hide it. It wasn't the fact of a problem with the art in that respect that one would hide the piano hide, all that level you know hide the guitar too painful you know I believe uh, like Artie Shaw or something went through a big thing never played again and a few things like that you know so I had it there to sort of face it you know whatever if there is a problem with the music problem with that there it is I used to look at will I ever will I ever pull it down you know I never pulled it down 
I, the day I got it, I played around with it and I hung it up and I never pulled it down until the sessions. And I finally realized that it was hung there and on top of it was a number nine in wood that some kid had sent me. And I had the number nine there and a dagger that Yoko gave me, a Civil, Civil War dagger. Wow. Kind of symbolic, but no real symbolic yeah. that I could think of. A dagger made out of a bread knife that, from the Civil War that Yoko had given me to cut away the bad vibes and to cut away the past symbolically. Well, number nine, a black guitar looked like a spaceship, more like a toboggan, actually, and a Civil War American knife. Wow. And I used to, and of course it's behind the bed, you know, I see it every day, every night. It became part of the wall, you know. And I used to think, well, will I? And then I, I, I forget about it. It becomes just like a picture that you never saw, you know, you never noticed it's on the wall. And then I realized, oh, goody, when I decided, I can finally find out what this guitar is all about. And I took it down, that was it. It wasn't gently weeping behind you for five no, years, no, was no. it? No, Mine never weeps. Mine screams or it's not on at all. You know? Was this a bass guitar, by the way? No, no, a regular just guitar. Acoustic? I, I don't play bass. Yeah. Oh, that's just, right, no, no, not a, it was electric guitar. It was electric guitar. Yeah, I, I don't special know the name of it. Yeah. Was it special about it or It was something? special because I sent for it. It was brand new. Yeah. But it's the first brand new guitar that's never been used of mine. You know, usually I'd buy it and then re record it or take it on stage or something. Or if it, well, I didn't like it, then I'd put it away in a box. Yeah, what a story. But it was a beauty and I loved the design of it. And uh, I would like to give the guy credit who made it, but I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> but it has, it's not like a normal, it doesn't have a body, it's just an arm and there's two, like a toboggan thing and you can lengthen the top for the, for the balance of it if you're sitting down and standing up. And it's beautiful tone on it. And it just had a, a hook on it, so I just hooked it up there, and there it was standing there. This is in your bedroom, huh? Yeah, just behind the bed, you know. I don't think I took it down ever. I might have took it down once for Sean to look at it and put it back up. I used to look at it and think that. It's a really beautiful story, actually. It's yeah. like a fairy tale.
two things that I noticed. One, in a lot of your songs, all the way through your, you know, what you've done, there's this kind of, there's a tradition you had of uh, incredible, strong thing about getting people together, inspiring people to just be themselves and, you know, become come together and try to change things, like give peace a chance and uh, power to the people and, and free the people and, all, you know, that side of you. Yeah, sure. Then there That's was still the there. If you look in the inside of the logo, which all the kids have done already all over the world, from Brazil, Australia, Poland, anywhere that gets the record. I, I suppose, inside not the logo? Yet. Inside is written, one world, one people. Oh, yeah. Okay, and other kids have noticed that. No critic, no media, no anybody said anything about it, but I'm telling you now, because by the time this comes out, people will have noticed it. Yeah. But the but people that buy the record have written back from Australia, saying PS1 World 1 people, that is written on the actual master of the album. Yeah, right. So... You're continuing that? We continue, yeah. you know, give peace a chance, not shoot people for peace. All you need is love. I believe it, it's damn hard, you know. But I absolutely believe it. Even but I don't. I'm not. I'm not claiming divinity. I'm, I've never claimed divinity. I've never claimed purity of soul. I've never claimed to have the answer to the light. I've never made any claims. I only put out songs and answer questions as honestly as I can. But only as honestly as I can. No more, no less. I can't do any more. I can't do any less. But I cannot live up to other people's expectations of me because they're illusionary. And the people that are wanting more than I am or than Bob Dylan is or that Mick Jagger is or that the new punks will become because they have to grow up too. I cannot be a punk in Hamburg in Liverpool because I'm older now. I cannot be 18 and be a punk and pretend to be socially concerned with pimples and the wealth state of the welfare. Okay? Which I was at 24. I see the world through different eyes now. Yep. I still believe in love, peace and understanding, as Elvis Costello said. What's so fucking funny about love, peace and understanding? and we we always have a choice but how much is preordained are there, is it always a fork in the road you know and there's two preordained paths that are equally preordained you know I mean, let's say two there could be hundreds but at least two whether one could go that way or that way is the choice but it's very strange sometimes and that's a good ending <laughs> Over in Los Angeles, California, also on December 5th, 
Ringo's You Can't Fight Lightning sessions have concluded for the year. The next session is scheduled for January 14th with John. The next day, Ringo and Barbara fly to the Bahamas for a holiday. I wanna do nothing all day. Absolutely nothing all day. I'm gonna lay me down on grassy ground. Watch the clouds go rolling away. I wanna do nothing all day. Absolutely nothing all day. I'm gonna smoke and puff and dream of stuff while the smoke rings go rolling. On December 6th, Scratch Records in the UK and Tacoma Records on cassette tape in America released the LP Japanese Tears by Denny Lane. Don't ask me why I tell you why no stories I don't have to cry at all The price is so small Waiting here for you It takes a long time, maybe years Well, the faith I have won't let the tears fall With the clock on the wall Wait, is what I'll do And when friends advise me what to do And they tell me that I might turn blue with cold All I say is you Long time, maybe is where the faith I have won't let the tears fall. With the clock on the wall, wait, is what I'll do. And my friends advise me what to do, and they tell me that I might turn blue with cold. All I say is, you're As the album Double Fantasy makes its play in the public, reviews are rolling in. Most of them were moderate to favorable. Here are just two. Billboard magazine suggesting that Double Fantasy, and I quote, might not only be John's call for a second honeymoon with Yoko, but a request by the artist, gone from view for a long time, asking his forgetting audience to begin the musical romance anew. The second review comes from the Winnipeg Free Press's rock columnist, Jim Milliken, who wrote, 
the most objectionable, worthless, shady, forgettable, trite album of the year. None of these reviews seem to sway John and Yoko from their recording excitement. What's the matter with this thing? It is sticking on my feet here. That's why we are having these interruptions very bad. The couple even gave interview after interview regarding their LP, Music Today, and of course, Peace in the World. I'd like to make at least... I'm so hungry for making records because of the... The way I feel, I want to make some more records before a tour, so I'd like to make at least one more album before actually just making that final decision of calling those very expensive session musicians and taking them on the road, you know? Mm -hmm. But when I went in there, I had no intention of going live because I've noticed a lot of people like Clash and things like that don't do any personal appearance hardly anymore, and they just make a video on the record. And so part of me would think, oh, I... It's but I, large, large I... That's the thing, you see... I don't, I, I, that's the bit I don't want to think about, you know. I don't, don't know whether know Madison Square Garden is what I really want to do, but then can I really go into a small club and am I going to have to deal with, oh, he couldn't make Madison Square Garden anymore, or I, do I have to care, do I care, I don't know.
pick get half the size. It's certainly a very big possibility that when we get the next album tucked away and people know the songs from Double Fantasy, we can go out and perform from Double Fantasy and the new album rather than having to go back even to Imagine, although we might do it, or even before Imagine. I don't really want to go out and do yesterday. <laughs> All my troubles seem so far away. I mean, only if I, I particularly wanted to do an old, old Beatles song would I want to do it. I really don't get into that, you know. If the oldies but goldies come on, it's one of my favorites. If I hear Bebop Lula, I can hear it over and over again. Every time it comes on, I switch up the thing. And I have the record still. If I hear Elvis, I heard him singing, I want, a need, I want you, I need you, I love you the other day. I mean, I was just in heaven. Of course I was going back to my youth and remembering the dates and what was going on when I heard that music. Music is just a format and we're adding many different formats and that's interesting. But New Wave is going to be old one, one day too, you know, old and very soon, hat. yeah, it'll be old hat. The minute it's out there and it's number one, that means that it's old hat, you know. discover all different uh, forms of music and that's nice. Bruce Springsteen's Hungry Heart, which I think is a great record, is to me it's the same kind of period sound as starting over. Touch and Go is right out of the 50s. Oh, 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 that new wave, a lot of it is 50s stuff. Styling, but and and that's what I think. Starting over is it's a 50s song made with an 80s approach. 
Look, music form never dies, you know, and that goes right uh, back to Chopin or Beethoven or Bach, you know. They're fresh as ever, you know, and so whatever form you use is fine. However you feel then, and it's appropriate to your emotion, that's what you should use. I never believed that you can like rock all disco. I love disco right from word scratch, and all those complaints about it being all the same is exactly what I heard about Little Richard and Fats Domino. They couldn't tell the difference because the backing was always the same, the saxophones. But you could select from Fats Domino and Richard the best tracks, Lucille as opposed to some one that we can't even remember, right? With the same kind of rhythm. Also, now disco is part of the music scene. It's it's integrated into the whole. It's affected country and western. It's affected pop. It's affected the ballad. It is now part of the music. New wave will be exactly the same. It'll just, it's another wave that joins the ocean of music. You know, that, I mean, that was the thing about the Beatles. They never stuck to one style. They never just did blues or just rock. We, it was, we loved all music. You know, did In My Life. Anna on the early things right. and yeah. lots of ballady things, you know. My image was more rocky, you know. But if you look down those Beatle tracks, I'm right there with all the sentimental, just the same as Paul or anybody else. I love that music just as much. Two, one, two, three, four. This is the story about a husband, a house husband of that, who had to just get out of the house for a change. He'd been with a baby for days and days. He'd seen Sesame Street and Zoom and all them little TV shows. Woke up this morning, blues around my head. No need to ask the reason why. Went to the kitchen, lit a cigarette, blew those worries to the sky. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. If it don't feel right, don't do it. Just call them on the phone and tell them to screw it. After all is said and done. You can't go pleasing everyone, so screw it. When we were playing in that studio, and then I don't know whether it was Tony, the bass player, or the drummer, after we'd done starting over, he said, can we do this again? I mean, let's take it on the road. And that was the first time it came. I thought, my God, this would be fun, wouldn't it? And if we can do it in the way we've done the album, which is have fun, enjoy the music, enjoy the performance, be accepted as John and Yoko, then I'd be happy to go out there. To be continued on the last episode of 1980 in the Beatles, Yesterday and Today podcast. Or to contact the show, visit yesterdayandtodaypodcast.wordpress.com or email at yesterdayandtodaypodcast at gmail.com. Also visit at yesterdaypod on Twitter and search Yesterday and Today Podcast on Facebook. See you next time.
I'm Paul Kaminsky. I'm James Kaminsky. And I'm Wayne Kaminsky. And we bring you the Kaminsky family of podcasts yesterday and today and the Third Men podcast. You might know me from one of those dumb voices I do, or my dad (laughs) from his better show than ours. Wow. (laughs) And we're here to tell you about some cool merchandise you can pick up for the shows. As we mentioned in each episode, we do not in any way profit from these shows whatsoever, but to break even on some expenses, we have put up some cool merch that you can pick up to help support the show. Yes, some fun apparel, things you can put on yourself. Are we going to be selling Marks and Spence underwear? (laughs) Don't worry, we will. You can head to our social media pages, that's facebook.com slash yesterday and today podcast, or facebook.com slash third men, or you could head to society6.com slash Kaminsky Family Podcast, that's society, the number six, dot com slash K-A-M-I-N-S-K-I Family Podcasts. Yeah, keep our lights on. I'm in the dark. Dad, any words of wisdom? Hello? The lights just went out. (laughs) Guys, we need your help. (laughs) Buy stuff. Perhaps a coffee mug that you can enjoy a beverage out of while listening to our shows. And if you haven't got yours, please send forth in and get a free one. All right. (laughs) Thank you, Dad. All right, we'll see you on the podcast, folks. Bye. It's audio. You can't see me. Thank you.